Hello everyone, welcome back to, or welcome to, I guess, the new and improved podcast by yours truly, Midwife Zoe. Far out, it's been a while, hasn't it? Um, I don't even know where to start. I think it's been such a long time since I've been in front of the microphone. It feels really good to be back, but I feel like all of the nerves are kicking back in. I've forgotten how to talk to myself for a while. Um, I hate hearing back my own voice, but you know what? It's fine. We're going to get back into the swing of things. I'm really excited for this season. I've got a few things planned, which I think will you guys will really enjoy. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I guess this episode is just going to be an introduction back into, I guess, the podcast in general and where I've been for the last, I think it's nearly been a year or yeah, I'd like to say it's nearly been a year since I've sat in front of a microphone, which I know is really shit and I'm really sorry that it has been such a long wait between episodes, Um, but I promise I had a really good excuse. (laughs) Um, I guess life sort of just happened and we blinked and suddenly it's October and it's nearly the end of the year and so much has happened um, in the space of a year. So I thought I would catch up with you guys, let you know what I've been up to, where I've been at. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, you pretty much know little snippets here and there of what has been happening um and I guess yeah we'll after this episode we'll get back into a full season of podcasts and knowing so much more about birth so as you can see I've rebranded the podcast which I tend to do with like a change in I want to say season (laughs) I feel like Sometimes when I feel like I lose motivation with the Instagram or with the podcast, I feel like a little, there's nothing more motivating than a little rebranding and a little bit of a freshen up. Um, So that's what I've done with this platform, hoping that it'll get me motivated, it'll get me interested and it'll get me recording more and more frequently for you. I want to say thank you to everyone who does listen to the podcast and who does love it. I know you guys are out there because I've been getting messages asking, you know, when are you coming back and when's the next episode? So thank you so much for your support. It truly means the world to me. I'm here now and I'm better than ever. Um, I guess I'll just start at the very beginning. So I can't remember precisely where I left off with the last episode before I went on a hiatus. Um, But 2022 has been a year of huge growth for me Um, and for my new husband. (laughs) Yeah, so we got married um, in August and I'll talk more about that later, but I feel like I need to start at the very beginning. Um, This year, like I said, represented huge growth for us. It was a huge year of growing for me in particular I remember I started the year I was working full-time as a midwife and I was doing shifts um, all the time and I sort of I don't want to say I fell out of love with with midwifery because that wasn't the case at all I loved midwifery so much and I loved working but I just my mental health was not in a good space and I want to be really candid about this because I feel like there's a lot of people out there going through the same thing and it's a really hard topic for me even still to talk about Um, but I'm working on it and I think it's something that I have to work through before I can confidently get back into the hospital setting again. 
Um, but yeah, I'm going to talk about it quite openly and be really honest on here. So I apologize if this is not the content you were expecting, but this is just an introductory episode again. Um, I guess just me letting out my thoughts and my feelings, which this podcast has always been about. So I feel like if you're here and you're listening, you kind of know what the vibe is. Um, so yeah, I started the year off in Midwifery. It was going well. Like, I don't want to say it was going horribly because it wasn't. I was having some really beautiful births. I was meeting some incredible people and building rapport with, you know, a lot of doctors and a lot of other midwives. And I was having a good time. But I guess the weight of the work really took a toll on me and I started to lose my way a little bit. I loved midwifery and I loved working with women. Um, but birth suite just wasn't it for me and I found that I was in birth suite a lot which was fine like that was the nature of the job I get it but it just wasn't a space I wanted to be in and I felt like every time I stepped foot into the birth suite I would spiral a little bit like I would start to become really anxious I would start to become really panicked and I just couldn't really wrap my head around how to deal with it like I just couldn't seem to get this weight off my chest like I felt this sinking feeling like this impending doom every time I stepped foot into birth suite and it wasn't because I've had horrible experiences leading up to this point but it was just because I am a very anxious person at heart and the thought of the unknown so not knowing exactly what was going on with baby or just feeling really helpless like sometimes I would have parents Or I'd have a mum more specifically who was labouring and she was doing or she was labouring without pain relief and it would get to the point of transition where she would start to lose her cool and I would try to support her in any way I knew how. But sometimes you tend to panic as well. Like it can be a really overwhelming situation to find yourself in, especially if you're someone like me. I don't want to say I'm an empath. (laughs) It's lame. But I am empathetic. I am really caring and I put everything emotionally into the patients that I look after. So when I felt like my patients were losing control, I would start to lose control a little bit as well. And I would try to be positive and I would try to be supportive. Um, But it all would just feel like too much sometimes. And especially when you've got, you know, when you work in birth suite full time, like, that's your life. You're constantly putting your emotions to the side and you're constantly supporting someone and, you know, you're doing that every day. So it's a lot. And I guess I just wasn't enjoying it. So it took a lot for me to wrap my head around because at the time I was like, fuck, I've just, you know, studied for four plus years. I've gotten two degrees. I have been working as a nurse for, I think it was... I'd been working for four years up until this point, three years. Um, And I just felt lost. I was like, I know what I'm doing and I know I'm, you know, skilled and I know I'm a great bloody midwife. Like, I know that. But I just don't feel like I'm giving my all or something has changed. And it was really difficult. I I had a few hard experiences before I left midwifery. Um... I'm not going to get into them because, yeah, I'm not ready for that yet. Um, But I did, I made a mistake and I think from that day on my, I've spoken about this on Instagram, so if you guys 
know what I'm talking about, you'll know. Um, but yeah, I made a mistake and it nearly, um, I don't want to say it could have, or well, it, yeah, it could have been life ruining for the family that were involved and for myself. Um, but yeah, either way, it was, it was a horrible mistake to make and it was something that will haunt me forever. And at the time of making it, I felt horrific. Like I just remember I got into the car to go home and I knew exactly what I did and I knew I just, I felt terrible and I didn't, I couldn't pick myself up from it. And, oh my God, I don't want to get upset about this because I think I'm just going to explain the story. I think that's the best way to go about it. Basically what happened was I was in birth suite. I had been in birth suite for a couple of days and this woman had gotten to fully dilated. So she was ready to go. She had an epidural and she was induced. And so she got into fully, but the baby was still quite high in her pelvis. So we did all of the things. We sat her up. We changed positions. We, you know, just chilled out for a bit waiting for that passive descent. And at some point, I can't exactly remember what happened, but the baby's heart rate wasn't looking great on the trace. She had a CTG. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to give this baby some extra fluids, like just going to give her a little bolus. For those of you who don't know what a bolus is, um, basically it's a big whack of fluid to, I guess what it does is it rehydrates mum and it helps baby's heart rate sometimes. It helps to improve heart rate if you're having issues. So, I mean, that was just second nature to me, right? I was like, oh, okay, we're going to try this. We're going to see how we go. Um... The bags, so when I went to, I guess, give the bolus, I didn't realize that the bags weren't properly labeled. I was already stressed at this point because I wasn't having the best CTG. Um, and I was a little bit concerned. So I had made a few calls to the doctor and I had done a few things and, you know, there wasn't much improvement. So I was starting to get stressed and as already an anxious person, it cascaded more and more for me. So I started to become overwhelmed. And I mean, that's no excuse, but that was the situation. So I've looked at the bags and I haven't really followed, I didn't really follow the line down to the machine. Like the, and looking back, it's a silly, like it's a silly fucking mistake. But when you're in the moment and everything's like clinically, there's a lot of pressure. And I think, when you're in the moment, you don't really see these mistakes being made until after they're made. Anyway, besides the point, I bolus instead of fluid, I bolus Cento. And of course, from there, the baby's heart rate dropped and it was a whole thing. I don't want to get into it much more because I think it sort of gives the gist, but it was fucked. <laughs> I, I got in the car after that and I sort of felt like a monster I was like I'm not touching another woman again I don't want to be doing this to and everyone like I just want to preface firstly everyone was fine it was a near miss the baby was healthy the mother was healthy they were both fine I wasn't so fine <laughs> I was probably the only one in that situation who walked away um I guess with some sort of harm but yeah and I'm super lucky for that super grateful I don't really have a god but I thank whoever was 
helping me that day because that was just one of those things where it was just pure, pure luck. Um, and I'm grateful, but yeah, it hit me really hard. And I sort of vowed to myself, I was like, I do not want to go back into birth suite. I do not want to do this anymore. Um, or I need a break because I'm at my breaking point right now. And I got in the car and I just thought, this feels so weird to say out loud. And it's horrible because I shouldn't have been feeling this way. Um, but yeah, I got in the car and I was, oh, I can't, I can't believe I'm crying on my own podcast. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, I just had these thoughts and they were horrible. And oh, fuck, I'm so sorry. Um. Either way, I wasn't in a good headspace and if it wasn't for, like, I called my family and I called my husband and, well, my partner at the time and everything they were saying helped me through and, yeah, it just wasn't a good place to be in and from that time or that moment on, I sort of decided that I needed a break from midwifery and it was the best thing I ever did. Um, I continued working for a period of time, so I kept working just in the ward and doing shifts here and there, and there were a couple of other things that happened, like we had a few um, really tough births and really tough situations before I left, and I just think it was time for me, like I had given my everything to midwifery and I've given my all to the people I care for as patients but I think there comes a time where you have to walk away and you have to look after yourself and walking away was the best thing I ever did um and don't get me wrong I'm still very active in midwifery and I still plan on doing shifts and I still plan on being a midwife um it's just I needed some time to look after myself and again it was just pure luck that I had a job that pretty much fell into my lap and Um, The timing was perfect. I remember I got COVID and I was super unwell. And that was sort of, even though obviously I caught COVID, it was sort of my body's way of telling me as well that I was done, like I couldn't keep going. And I applied for a job. I got the job. And then I left midwifery about two weeks after that. And yeah, I've been really happy ever since. Um, I now work in education, so I am teaching students to become enrolled nurses, which is super cool, super rewarding. Um, I feel like I've fallen back in love with nursing again, and I'm super excited for this new generation of nurses that are coming through. They're so talented and they're so skilled. Um, So that's something I'm really proud of and I'm really happy about. I love my work and I love being able to go to work and come home and then hang out with Jack and hang out with Wally and do the things that make me feel human again. I've gotten back into reading. I've been able to hang out with people, like see my friends, see my family and I'm loving it. I'm loving life again. So I'm really lucky and I'm sorry that I got emotional. I think it's the first time I've actually spoken about it to, well, well, to you guys, but to someone who isn't Jack or to someone who isn't my family. And I think that has helped me a lot um I don't like to talk about it because I still haven't really worked through the emotions and I know that's probably not healthy like I probably should see a therapist or something but 
um, I feel okay for now. And I think I know that when I walk into a birth suite, I'm sure these emotions will come back up again. But at the moment, I'm coping and that's enough for me at the minute. So, yeah, um, that sort of – so, yeah, I transitioned into education and I guess a lot of people ask me why I don't work clinically anymore and what the story is behind that. And I think it's a, there's a lot. There's a lot of layers to it. Um, and a huge layer of that was the shift work. Like I didn't enjoy the shift work as much as normal um, or as much as I should be, which, I mean, shift work is shit. <laughs> don't get me wrong, it's shit. And it was taking a toll on my body. Like I was gaining weight. I was becoming depressed. I was just, I was not eating well. I was not exercising, which was huge for me. Like I felt it and I just plain and simply got sick of it. So now I'm in a much better space and I'm much happier. Um, I do miss midwifery, but I'm still involved. So, yeah. All right. Now that we've gotten through that, um, I'm trying to think of what else has happened this year that's worth noting. Like, that was probably the biggest transition for me, like, in terms of my career. Um, and then in personal life, we um, got married. <laughs> so we got married on August 13th um, of this year. And it was the best day of my life. Like, I know people say that and if I feel super fucking cringy saying it, but it really was a beautiful day and it was so filled with love, which is exactly what we wanted. We got to celebrate with all of our nearest and dearest. So all of our friends, all of our family. And I think the biggest part for me was when we sort of left the church and we got to see everyone and sort like, holy shit, like this is all of the people I love the most. And I'm so lucky to have them all in my life. And it was just, it was a real nice feeling. It was really nice. And the day went perfectly. Um, we had a few stresses. <laughs> I think wedding planning is just an unnecessary stress. Like it was just, I'm going to say it was the worst, <laughs> the worst thing I've ever done. Like I would highly recommend to anyone to just elope and do what you want. I mean, our wedding was exactly what we wanted and it was perfect, but it was just such a stress and it put such a strain on Jack and I um, in the weeks leading up to the wedding. Like I remember I was crying all the time. Jack was upset all the time. We were angry. We were stressed. We weren't sleeping. Every little thing we were doing surrounded the wedding. Like we would come home and we would be doing like DIYs or we would be planning. We'd be budgeting. We'd be contacting vendors. We'd be contacting family, updating them with the plans. And it was just a huge mammoth effort for something that was, it was one day. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, like I would do it again for sure, but I would do it differently. Like I don't think I would have the wedding. Oh, I don't want to say I'd, no, I would do it all again the exact same way. But I think knowing what I know, I kind of wish we just alone. But nonetheless, it was a beautiful day, the best day of our lives. We loved every bit of it. It was incredible. Um, I just remember waking up that morning and feeling so at peace because the day was finally... Like, I did not feel any stress on the day, which was super weird for me. I felt... I mean, don't get me wrong. I felt nervous leading up to going to the church and I felt... Um, 
a bit worried in the morning waiting for like the vendors to arrive but I didn't feel nervous and I didn't feel that weird feeling of everything going wrong which I'm probably super lucky for and I'm super privileged to be saying because I know some people have just nightmares that happen on their wedding days um but yeah I woke up and it was just bliss like we had music playing all morning um we had like just the best day it was just good vibes the hair and makeup ladies were brilliant if you're in Townsville I highly recommend Georgie's Beauty Room and Beloved Bohemian um they were just amazing like they bought all the vibes all the good feels my bridesmaids were incredible. Um, I cannot fault anything from that day. Um, yeah, everyone was just perfect. Everything was perfect. Our florists, um, when they arrived with the flowers, that was when I started to feel like really excited. Um, we got St. Floral from Townsville to do our flowers and they were incredible. Um, I honestly don't think I've ever seen a more stunning pair of, flower, pair of flowers, bunch of flowers in my life and they were gorgeous um yeah everything just fell into place and it was perfect because we'd been stressing about this for months and I think all of that stress sort of paid off because the day was just so smooth and it was so easy going everyone had a great time which was great um yeah we we had a really nice day um we got to be with Wally for a little bit and we got to, I guess, have some time to ourselves for a little while, which was really special because everyone had been telling me like the day goes so quickly and things are happening, but you don't really get to spend time with your significant other. So we sort of had a period of time where we stopped for a bit and just got to cuddle and have some kisses and, you know, just a little pep talk in between like, hey, are you okay? How are you feeling? Can you believe we just did that? <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, it was really perfect. And I think the aftermath was a lot like the day, the day sort of came and went and we woke up the next morning and we just thought like, that's it. This day that we've been planning for and that we've been saving for is done. It's gone. Like we can't redo it again. And I think that realization really <laughs> hit us quite hard and a lot harder than we anticipated. Um, but yeah, I think we were in a good state of depression for maybe like two weeks. Um, and then, oh no, sorry, I want to say two days we were in depression and then we went on the honeymoon. So the honeymoon was perfect. We hired a van and we traveled around New Zealand. Um, we did 3000 Ks in the van and the weather was a little bit hit and miss. Um, but I guess that's just the nature of the beast with New Zealand. You do tend to get some um, unpredictable weather patterns or it does tend to be a little bit drizzly and a bit rainy. Um, but it was still perfect. I think the downtime that we had in the van was really precious. Um, it was really important, much needed. I think we overestimated how much we were actually doing until we stopped and realized, oh, we're actually exhausted. <laughs> but yeah, the van was wonderful. New Zealand was beautiful. Uh, just the whole time was excellent. Like I would love to do it over again. I think that's the bit that we miss the most is being on holiday and it was our first holiday since COVID so we were super excited and we had the best time and I think that was really tough for us as well because we sort of didn't even think about the honeymoon like we literally had nothing planned we literally just got in the bus and planned the holiday as we went which I don't recommend <laughs> in hindsight I wish we sort of had some sort of plan but 
at the same time, it was really nice to just go with the flow and do whatever felt right at the time. And in saying that with the weather, we were super flexible anyway. So um, I feel like we had a few plans that got ruined by the rain. Um, but at the same time, it wasn't anything too dramatic that we could or like that it would ruin the holiday. We sort of just moved on and found the next thing and just chilled out, had a good time. And yeah, highly recommend doing it. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's where I'm at. We've had the the big things like we've had the wedding we've had the honeymoon and now we're sort of just waiting for the next thing we're planning a couple of things like we've got some ideas in the work for what works for what our future would look like um moving forward I do want to put more time and energy into my into this podcast and into building this brand and helping more people because at the end of the day that's what I love I love being able to help people and I love that I get to say that I do this as, I guess, a side hustle. <laughs> um, but I love that it's something meaningful and it's something that actually makes a difference. And it is something that I want to draw more energy into. So I'm currently trying to rebrand my website, trying to, I guess, streamline it a little bit better. I've got a couple of exciting things coming up in the next week or so. Um, getting content planned and getting some podcast stuff organized. I did put an expression of interest out for people to share their birth stories. I'm not quite sure how it's going to work because I think once I sort of sent the emails and tried to tee things up with some mothers regarding birth stories, it was a lot. Like there's a lot of planning involved in that. So I'm just going to sort of see how that process goes. I'm not going to promise anything. Um, because it is really difficult. Like, again, these people are mothers. These people are busy. I'm only available for recording on Fridays, which I know makes it really difficult for a lot of people um, because Fridays aren't really free for everyone. Um, but we're going to see how we go. We're going to try and make it work. Otherwise, I've got a few other things planned for this podcast and a couple of topics that I want to discuss and talk about. So yeah, it's all going to be happening. Um, we're going to try and do an episode every week at least <laughs> because I think that'll be beneficial for you guys. And there might be like, I might be retouching some old topics and sort of bringing up because a lot of things have changed in midwifery, which is constantly the case. Like things always change in midwifery and new evidence comes out and that sort of thing. So I will be updating a few episodes um, or rehashing a few topics that I've already discussed because there's been some big changes with that, um, which I think would be important to relay to you guys. Times are changing quickly and it's no exception for healthcare. So making sure that I give you guys the best education is my priority. Um, and obviously doing that in this chill environment, like I'm currently sitting I'm sort of semi reclined laptop in my lap microphone I'm sort of holding it betwixt my boobs <laughs> but yeah super chill this is just conversations with friends essentially which I'm super excited to be back into now that I'm freed up after the wedding and after the honeymoon and everything I've actually got some time up my sleeve and I'll be able to commit to you guys wholeheartedly so yeah I'm super excited I hope you guys are super excited as well thank you so much for sticking in there um, I really do appreciate it. I have been sort of waiting for the right moment to come back and to talk to you guys and 
I wanted to make sure that I was ready and that I was able to commit because there's nothing worse than someone who's flaky. Trust me. I know. Um, I know I've been flaky, but I have a good excuse or I had a good excuse, I promise. Um, but yeah, I will be doing this every week. I'll be in your ears. I will let you guys know when my website goes live so you can purchase some of my resources. I'm still on Instagram, still hustling. <laughs> um, if you guys are interested in checking that out, please give me a follow if you haven't already. My name on Instagram is at midwife Zoe. Um, Z-O-E is my name. Don't spell it with a Y. I'll hate you forever. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that wraps us up, guys. I've spoken for oh, 28 minutes now. So this is the thing that gets me. It feels like you talk for hours and then you look at the little timer and it's 28 minutes and you're just like fuck how do people do this for hours on end that's why I think a guest might be might be beneficial um I know a couple of you requested to talk to Jack which is interesting um I mean I'll probably unpack that a little bit further with you all (laughs) um and maybe actually ask him if he wants to jump on for whatever conversation I think it could be fun to get him involved he's very shy boy though so we'll see um yeah thank you so much for tuning in guys thank you for sticking around if you're an og listener i really appreciate it i'm sorry i've been so flaky i am willing to make this work again (laughs) we're gonna make it work i promise so thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for supporting me and my brand and thank you for trusting me with your education I promise I will not let you down I'll be in your ears again next week if you're interested in following me over on Instagram please do it really supports me in more ways than you can imagine my username is at midwife Zoe feel free to engage and connect with my posts share them save them whatever you feel like you need to do um, because again, that really supports my channel and my channel, my, <laughs> my platform, and it helps me to support more people as well. So I cannot thank you enough for being here. I cannot thank you enough for listening. Again, if you're an OG listener, I am sorry for my prolonged period of absence. Um, yeah, thank you so much, guys. Truly appreciate you and everything you do. See you next week. Cheers. Bye.